Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Amen. Back in business, too, man. Whew. Man, how good is God? I mean, really, if you think about it, in spite of all that's going down in your life, first of all, it could be worse. But secondly, sometimes you have to remember, and I've just had to have this conversation with myself, this morning, that's how I'm fresh on this one right here. When a challenge faces you, or you're going through a difficult moment, or you didn't hit a bump in the road, in the middle of that, if you can manage to be grateful, it will take you a long way. Gratitude is a powerful resource. If you can be grateful in the middle of it, gratitude is a powerful resource. When it's dim for you, and then got a little bumpy on the road, and you ran into some obstacles, and you done ran up into some detour signs, and your journey ain't smooth as it was last week or, or last year. You gotta be grateful for the things that are going right and that have gone right, and for the thing that's wrong right now to get right. Man, can I share that with you? Man, is that a tough one to learn. It is for me. It has been one of my toughest challenges is to learn how to be grateful because it's a powerful resource, but how to be grateful in moments of despair when it ain't going right. See, here's a mistake I would make. See, when something go wrong, I want to focus on the wrong so much in an attempt to fix it. But even then, the focus ain't always in the fix it. The focus becomes, man, this is bad. Man, I can't believe this is happening. Why does this keep going down? 
that doesn't fix anything. You know, uh, milling over it, going over what's wrong, explaining it, sharing it with your friends, you know, making it sound worse than it is, tell the story for pity from other people. All of that right there has nothing to do with the fix. Sometimes you're just mulling over it. You're just making it worse. You're just making it a bigger problem. You're manifesting it into your atmosphere. You're putting it out there in your spirit. Now all of a sudden it consumes your day. Next thing you know, you're having a bad day. If you're having a bad day, it's because you've been having some bad thoughts. So what I've had to learn how to do and what I'm working on this morning is I'm working on this situation that didn't cropped up. I was going kind of smooth here for a minute, and now I didn't got real bumpy in the road, you know, and all this here. So what I'm thinking about now, though, is even though I've hit a bump in the road, and even though I done ran into a detour, and even though I, I've hit this lull, I've, I'm going down into a valley, I ain't up on the peak, can I not still be grateful for all the things that God has given me, for all the things he's done for me, for all the things he's brought me through, and realizing that even this that's happening to me again is going to pass too. He gonna get me through that too. Come on, man. God is a good God, man. It's a lot to be grateful for. So while I'm tripping on this bump in the road out in here, what I gotta remember is all the things he's done for me. And like I say, my saying is joy and depression cannot reside in the same place. So instead of being down about this new bump in the road, if I'm constantly filling my mind with the thoughts of how good he's been to me, of what all he's done for me, of all the things he's brought me through, of all the blessings he's presented me with. When I go down that list, I really don't have a lot of time to mull over the situation. Now, do I have to fix this bump in the road? Of course I do. Are there some things I'm going to have to do to straighten it out? Of course it is. But Steve, just go on and get the business of doing it and straighten it out. What you mulling over and worrying about it for? You know, old people, I heard old people say something when I was growing up in the church. They say, if you're going to pray about it, don't worry about it. But if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. That's an amazing thing. And prayer just happens to be my weapon of choice. Now, it ain't always been that way. I want you to understand that. My first weapon of choice was you do it to me, I do it to you. You call me out, I call you out. You say something bad about me, I've tried to find you and say something bad about you. That was my weapon in the past. How did that work out for you, Steve? Not so good. Because you know what? I spent a lot of time fighting back, kicking back, swinging back, when I could have spent all that time climbing. See, all you're trying to do at the end of the day, folks, is have a better life than the one you got. All you're trying to do is improve your position in life. You know, it's not my business to make sure you don't get where you're going. I ain't got no time for that. It's not my job to assure that you ain't as high as me. I ain't got no time for that. Your real mission and purpose is to have the best life that you can have, to ascend to the highest plateau that you can get to, to make your family as comfortable as you can, to provide as much as you can for your family. But legally, see, those of us that are sitting up here trying to come up with sideways, you can ask a couple million men sitting in prison today how they wish they hadn't have done that. And they'll tell you, oh, man, I wish I never had did it. I knew not to go down there. Something told me not to go down there. 
man, if I could change things, I would. But they sitting somewhere doing some time that had they made another decision, they wouldn't have to do. Now, that don't make them throw away people. Nah, man, because everybody make mistakes, and God is in the forgiving business. And some of us have done some things that really broke the law and a whole lot of other things and deserved to do some time, but through the grace of God, we didn't. But now we sit up here and we pass judgment on people who got to do some. Man, I don't care. I don't care what you've done. God can forgive anything. But our position, our motivation in life is to try to have the best life we can have and provide for those around us and make it comfortable. If that's your ambition, you don't have time to worry about or concern yourself with another person. And I wasted time doing that. And that's not the way to get it done. It's simply mind to your business. Taking care of you and getting yourself right and tight is 24-7. So that's a full-time job. So what I had to learn was, and what I've, the reason I've chosen prayer as, as my weapon of choice now, is that now prayer helps me that I don't have to fight back. Now, if I get cornered, I'm going to fight you. I, I, I ain't even going to lie to you. And I'm still working on some things that trigger me, you know, you, you know, you, you know, and, 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 and so I'm, 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 I'm slowly getting better at that. But I've learned that my weapon of choice is prayer now. So when it happens ugly for me, I pray about it. When it get tight and dismal for me, I pray about it. And the thing about prayer, man, is prayer changes things. Yes, it does now. Read about it and try it. That's the deal, okay? Come on. Prayer is a wonderful weapon. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have it. Your undivided decision. Today is Monday morning. Uh, Pippin is okay today because the Browns had a bye week, so we didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> Wasn't no pressure. I just watched football all day yesterday, and what a day it was. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show, alive and well. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Am I grateful today? Ladies and gentlemen, Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. Happy Monday to the crew. What's up? What's up? That damn junior. Man, Unc, it is so good to know you. That's all I can say. You we'll worldwide for real. find out more about it, baby. About to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, the brand new jam for the brown. What's up, Team on Free, baby? What's up, everybody? What yeah, congratulations, <laughs> too, man. Team on Free, God baby. is good, boy. All God the time. is good. All the That's, time. Hey, boy, you hey, hey, you had a lot of people praying for you, man. Man, I, 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 met, them, I met a lot of them yesterday at this big affair they had in L.A., man. Uh, Taste mm. of Soul. It was so many people yes. coming up to me that Taste was there, man. It was nice. It was very nice. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Keep good, man. That's and it. the food. Jay, prayer of you. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, don't act uh, right. I'm sorry. What, what's I, the I, delay for? And the food. I, what more you right want? here. My bad. My bad. Right here, front and center. I'm, I apologize. Thank Hold you, on, sir. Mama, you here. want more? And the food with his ignorant ass. <laughs> that, that <laughs> is, that's what I need. Mean. Man, there's you Tommy, baby. I'm in the building. The yes, sir. Thank you, Chicago, coming out, hanging out with me and the crew this past weekend. I appreciate that. Yeah, shot time. We did that. Well, and uh, I did a, a special project uh, last week at Tyler Perry Studios that I will be telling everybody about shortly. But it was a huge success. 
And man, I just want to thank all of the women that participated, uh, all of the staff, the crew, everybody, and I'll tell you all about it shortly. Everything How is, is the spot on? I mean, I I did I did. Yeah, was the studio uh, nice? I did boo, no, no, deal no. boo. But I, but but I ain't seen it since he just like really no. did it, did it, no. blinged it out, completely blinged. Yeah, no, I ain't seen that. It's unbelievable. You, listen to unbelievable, me. Unbelievable, man. It's this man right here has a studio that is better, better than any studio I've seen in Hollywood. I've shot on all the Paramount lots. I've shot on CBS Radford. I've shot on NBC Universal. I've shot yes, at CBS. Have. Uh, 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 over there at Beverly at the at the been Grove, been I've shot mm-hmm. at Culver City. I've shot at Fox. Mm-hmm. I've shot at every mm-hmm. studio. I've shot out in Glendale. I've shot at everything. KTLA Studios. Nobody mm-hmm. has what Tyler Perry has. And it's really spot. it's one like spot. that. No dog. No one has what Tyler Perry has, and it's sitting on over three hundred acres. This boy, three hundred acres. Dog, yes. this boy is an incredible dreamer. This boy is something special, man. He really, really is. And when he starts doing the tours, I recommend everybody go to Tyler Perry Studios because you can't imagine this. I'm glad a brother got That's amazing. So this is one black is dude. Amazing. He owned this pure and clean. This is incredible. <laughs> All right, we'll come back at 32 after the hour. Yes, we will talk more about Steve's project with Tyler Perry at the studio's Weekend Review. We'll find out what the crew did over the weekend right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Weekend Review. Okay, let's start with you, Steve, because you started by telling us about your big project that you did with Tyler Perry, the studios. Yeah, and I, I, I won't discuss my project anymore until it, until it gets closer to releasing. Okay. But let me tell you something, man. Tyler Perry Studios, when that man starts doing, um, when he starts doing tours, tours you were saying, you okay. have of to go studio. and see what he's done. This man, one person owns this. Mm. This dude, I mean, we rode, he took me on a tour. I didn't do a complete tour. We just jumped in the truck and he said, man, I want to show you a couple things. And I was just riding with him, man just listening to how he did it in the story and the history behind it. I mean, it's an old Air Force base. Uh, presidents oh, used to stay okay. there. Colin Powell has stayed there. The Bushes has stayed uh-huh. there. You know, some of the, mm-hmm. he bought, he kept some of the facilities. He redid everything. He redid the buildings on there, knocked some buildings down, kept them, refurbished them. But the studios he built, all the studios yeah. are named after famous black actors and actresses. Yeah, we saw some of that on social yeah. media. Yeah. Oh no, that's crazy cool, man. Steve. It's just that's crazy. Big. And this that's man wild. right here is and you know what? And we've got to support this. So I took my project there. I'm gonna take the mm. another project I'm working on there. And uh I I'm just I'm just gonna do it, man. This dude is to um, support it. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm gonna make sure that I throw whatever I can do over there. You know, and so, man, this this is just an incredible facility. Everybody should go see it. Junior? Outstanding. What'd you do? Yeah, uh, What'd you well, do? Well, you know, it was homecoming. Prairie View's Home, homecoming was last Prairie weekend. Prairie View PV? Yes. Man, yes. let me tell you something. No. All I can say is, uh, as soon as I stepped over in the Q Nation, which is where all the Qs hang huh? out at, <laughs> Q Nation. Yeah. As soon as they saw me, they said, that damn Junior here, hey, you have no more to worry about. I 
ate and drank for free all weekend long just because I know you. Come on. With them damn cues. Man, was they hopping, the Junior? Was they hopping? What? Yes. Yeah, was they hopping? Q Nation. Yeah. It's called Cute Nation. They got the biggest lot out yes. of any frat on the yard. Cute yep. Nation was where it, concerts, everything. Four in the morning every night on homecoming. I, I couldn't Four get enough. Four in the I morning? You were up? Dog, yes. Tommy, I had to oh leave them. Oh, my God. Dog, they wasn't tired. I said, hey, man, I'm going back to my camp. I'm gone. I can't do no more. They do too they much. They was up at four in the morning? Dog, fuck, six, seven. <laughs> yeah. And I'm talking about these ain't no young these ain't no young dudes. These old dudes up. <laughs> the old heads up till I six in the it. morning. I love Man, it. Man, <laughs> just because I, and then I ran into Carla. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was there. I saw Junior. Carla, you, you hit the yard. Yes. I set my home coming out and now I'm exhausted and dehydrated. Man. I, I can't uh, do it. I don't know how y'all do it, it, man. Woo! Hey, man. It was it was something. About 20,000 people. It was an epic uh, homecoming. HBCU so homecoming is probably one 20, of the greatest things 25. you can attend. It is unbelievable. Tommy, that right there? Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. How it's many? a family reunion. It's a block party. It's a festival. It's a celebrating who we are, our heritage, our culture. It's all of that at any, pretty much any HBCU. Tommy, you went to that uh, military academy, didn't you? I went to Academy. <laughs> what, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, I went to take military. What we not gonna do? We not gonna dog out my school now. I ain't no. dogging it. I just asked him a, a patriotic question. Okay. And these and these two people on this show know that yes. Texas A and M yes. is a proud sponsor of Prairie View A and M University. Yeah. They do oh, yeah. know that. We appreciate that. y'all. Okay. We'll take let's, y'all let's money not, and put don't it to great use. What? What? Yeah. You didn't know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are you talking well, about? I don't want to say sponsor. We can say sister school, Texas A&M and Prairie. However you want to yeah. look Let's... at it, Carla. Wait a minute. We Hold pay the bills. We pay the bills. Who is we? Texas. Okay. Okay. He don't. He don't know. No, I he don't. Does. I'm he... trying to find out because it's the first okay. time I've ever heard this in my life. Okay. That so there's a uh, white school you... paying the bills at the black school. Help me. No. Prairie Review. So let me let me <laughs> so let me get it straight yeah. for you. Texas A and M, Texas A and M, and Prairie View A and M are sister Our schools. Sister school, schools. Okay, yeah. so uh, Texas A and M is in Bryan College Station, Texas. Prairie View is actually in Prairie, Prairie View, which is probably thirty minutes outside of Houston. We are sister schools, and and A and M has done their due diligence and made sure. That PV yeah. is taken, well yeah. taken care of. Yeah, yeah. We thank they y'all for the well. stadium. We thank y'all for the uh, 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 the new uh, student union. We appreciate come on, that. Come the on, campus is come on. We thank y'all for all of the apartment buildings y'all built. We appreciate that. Uh, thank it you. looks great out there. It's as long as y'all keep sending this check, because this damn homecoming we had. <laughs> was outstanding. We want to thank y'all for the money for that. We couldn't so bring some of these So does school look different, uh, Carl and Junior, than when y'all went? Uh-huh. Does it look different no. than when you are? Yo, oh, yeah. oh, it's totally it's different. different. Uh, totally different. It's beautiful. Uh, totally it's much different. better. Redone. Yeah. See, they don't have dorms no more. Every student gets an apartment. Yeah. Huh? And, we stayed uh, in no, the uh, dorms. The, 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 the athletic facility uh, is state of the art. Hey, man. Wow. It was when something. I say state of the art, it is state of the yeah. art. 
but uh, it's state of the art though. But wasn't but thirty people at the game. <laughs> Wanna say the oh, so how, many, how many? Oh, oh, how many was okay, at the tailgate? So I can quit talking about your little school then, Tommy. <laughs> oh, you quit talking about my school. We do our we do our part. But I'm asking Junior, how many was at the tailgate in comparison to the game? Oh, oh, everybody at the Twenty nine thousand at the tailgate, <laughs> six hundred at the game. If your kid wasn't in the band or on the field, they care. wasn't going to the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Junior, we had a great weekend. So coming up next, Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam. It's Monday. Church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Snoop Dogg has a full-time blunt roller on his payroll. Plus, we'll tell you about Cedric the Entertainer. He is going to produce the sequel to the movie, Steve Johnson Family Vacation. Said, talked about it on social media. Yes, we'll talk about it at the top of the hour, but right now it's Monday. I might mess around being a movie. Yeah. Okay, Brother Mac, okay. That prayer was crazy, though. (laughs) I love that prayer in that movie, boy. Hey, dog, let me tell you something. If they do not edit it to prayer... Oh, it was cold. It was better. It was better. Oh, yeah. It was better than we saw. Oh, dog, they edited it all wrong. So we'll talk about all that at the top of the hour. Come on, it's Monday time for Reverend Motown, Deacon Jeff Jam. They are standing by right now. Lames. Church Good God to mighty. No, Lord. Knowing. What's wrong? What I know. That all is not not well at the sanctuary. We are here now for church complaints. Uh, Go ahead, get on my nerves. Ah, Pastor, we we have quite a few complaints this morning. Uh, There's a lot going on. The deacons, the deaconesses, and the ushers are complaining that they don't get a discount in the church gift bookstore. Uh, You're going to have to address this issue. They are complaining. That is the deacons, the deaconesses, and the ushers. They are complaining that they don't. Let's end this right now. How is we going to ever support the building fund if we got to give out discounts? Ain't no discounts at the church bookstore. Ain't no discounts yeah. at church dinners. I, Ain't none at the car washes. Mm-hmm. We're not doing them at the bake sales. And don't ask us nothing I, for the uh, clothing drive. Yeah, but you got yeah, that's Sister Barnita. I know who it is. We can get your baby it, 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 four free coats. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And <laughs> you want more. It is a money, but you have a lot of people. You have the deacons, the deaconesses deaconesses and the ushers that are complaining that they not getting a discount at the at the church gifts though. Now I don't I'm not condoning any of it. I'm just bringing you the message and letting I, you know. I what heard you. What what part of this you not understand? Maybe you think if you repeat deaconesses that that's gonna be a little more special. <laughs> well, it's not. Ow. And it go is I say it go. Oh, Ain't right. no me... damn discounts. Okay, no discounts. Uh, moving right along. The members mm-hmm. in row six 
Row 6 mm-hmm. have been wearing too much John John Nate perfume, and everyone is complaining, Pastor. All the oh, people on Jean Row 6. Jean Nate. Jean Nate. I thought it was John Nate. I didn't know it was Jean Nate. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Nate. they are wearing <laughs> too, too much perfume, and everybody is complaining from the row behind them and the row in front of them as far as row six is complaining. Mm-hmm. See, now, Jonathan Nathaniel <laughs> has never, I don't know why they would wear it anyway. The boy is a barbecue specialist, and that is the smell what? that they smelling is, is smoke. It's a smoky scent. Uh-huh. That's what it is. And I don't know why they... Well, his name is Jonathan Nathan. You say it's Jonathan Nate now? Gene uh, Nate. She said it was Gene Nate. I thought it was John Gene. I thought it was Gene. We Nate. only supporting Jonathan Nathaniel. The Gene Nate <laughs> is not a member here. <laughs> All right. All right, Pastor. Uh, <laughs> however you want it. I'm just saying that. It's row six that's uh, that's had all the cologne, uh, perfume on. I don't care if it's row 16. Okay. Gene Nathan is not a member here. Gene Nathan. It's Gene Nathan, Pastor, from what they tell it. Gene Nathan, Pastor. Gene Nathan. Black people are always trying to go French. French? Uh, let's move like right this now, big Pastor. waterhead boy I went to school with, Pierre Dixon. Swore him mm. down, he was friends. <laughs> friends. Uh, friends. We have a, a major issue here, Pastor. Uh, Brother Kanye West is asking to be a special oh. guest and perform this coming Saturday here at the church. Now, his biggest problem is he doesn't know what Kim, his wife, is wearing and wants us to judge her attire. That's up to us if we're going to decide to judge it. We'll be more than happy mm. to have the West family Pastor. here. <laughs> they can bring North, South, East, and West. <laughs> and Sister uh-huh. uh, Kardashian, Sister mm. Kim, is more than welcome. Mm. Good mm-hmm. God. And there will I mean, be no mm-hmm. judging of her outfits. Never. The mm. Lord says, yeah. come as you are. All yes. of you that label. Yes. Mm. What, Deacon? I'm sorry, I got carried away. Amen. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, 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 man. We Listen, support this ministry, a- however it comes. <laughs> here's another situation, Pastor. Uh, the Gospel Beach Party is this weekend. They are asking is Sister if the- Kardashian coming to that? I don't know. Uh, we have extended an invitation, but I don't okay, know if she's because I haven't accepted. been, but if she's coming, I'm certainly going to be for there for that. <laughs> the, 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 go- the Gospel Beach Party is this weekend. They are asking the what? if the Christian, the Gospel Beach Party, they are asking if, um, if the Christian bikini contest is still happening. <sighs> And uh, this this is your call, Pastor, if you want the Christian bikini uh, contest to, 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 to take place. It's up to well, you. Well, the only problem we have is we want to just say this. Uh, the four sisters or the, the Q sisters, careful, the quarter. Pastor. Excuse me. Come. No, uh, no. we're going to have to be careful <laughs> this year because 
four uh-huh. uh, the four women mm-hmm. uh, that sings in the quartet, the quarter pound quartet. Uh, <laughs> we need them to make us aware when they are laying on the beach. Because mm-hmm. eight white Master. people came by Master. and was trying to push them back in the water. <laughs> what? What? The quarter pound quartet that sings on second Sunday. <laughs> Tell us when you out there sunbathing because eight white people came by and tried to push them in the water. And all hell broke loose. Okay. Uh, the they church thought they was washed up whales. I just, I'm just saying, <laughs> let us know so we don't have no trouble out of these white folk this year. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I had more, but I'm just going to leave it at that. That's a good place to leave it. Coming up at the top uh, of the hour, we got entertainment and national news. Oh, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, in today's entertainment news, entertainers have all sorts of people in their entourages, managers, security guards, hair, makeup artists, are just the beginning. So if you're Snoop Dogg, you need a professional blunt roller. Okay. Ooh, Snoop recently revealed that is necessary. Yes. Yes. He recently revealed. Yeah, he don't have time to roll. Yeah, I've so seen him in he recently revealed that he has a full-time blunt roller on his payroll. So Snoop says the guy has like a sixth sense for popping up when he needs him. Snoop says that his timing is impeccable and that the full-time blunt roller reportedly earns between 40 and 50 grand a year. Man. To roll? To roll? Yes. roll? So no, Carla. Snoop wait, wait, wait. To roll? Hell yeah. That's what it says. Wow. 40 to 50 grand a year to roll, plus the perks of, you know. Rolling with Snoop. He could, he could actually yeah. one no. hand roll. Now, everybody can't one, one hand roll. You know, that it takes skill to one hand roll. You do know that, though. All I know is his lips is dry. Who? <laughs> the blunt roller. <laughs> you roll that much weed. Uh, you gonna be dehydrated. Yeah. God. I'm gonna I'm I'm hire me a cigar carrier. You Just can do that. Pay him that much? Yeah, that's you that can do mean, that you know, though. If you if you got somebody working for you, they can't work nowhere else. Forty fifty ain't a lot of money though. for for a job. Just to carry your cigars. I'm look. See see see. Listen to me. Yeah, well, y'all, I, y'all not looking at it from that. No, standpoint. I got some off days. I'm trying to figure something out. Go ahead on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jay. What right. right. day you need them held? What yeah. day you need them held? That's what I need. Yeah, see, <laughs> you, you have to pay a person for their time. Okay. If they work for you, they can't work nowhere else. Forty thousand dollars a year. That's nice. You know, that's that's a living. But you got to pay at least that to get a person to travel with you and give up their right. life. I like right, that. Right, right. Uh-huh. And I think that me and Jay, we could probably do that job since yeah, we already I got, here. I got three days. Junior, you do the other two, and we good, man. I, I mean, can do that, too. Y'all, yeah. We can split that. 
for that. You got to stay. And then we own all your TV shows. And you need to hire in-house. You don't need to look outside for somebody. Jay, you don't even know nothing about cigars, though. I'm just carrying them. It don't matter. He point to the one he want, Tommy. That's all he got to do. When I open that case, he say he want that one right there. See, y'all going to have my dude's cigars dry. Y'all going to mess up <laughs> no, he said carry time. He say careful. But see, but you gotta right take there, care Judy, of them. Judy. They gotta yeah, be ready. You gotta be an expert Judy. at it. You, you can't have me no dry ass cigar. I wouldn't now do that, Unc. You keep all your stuff insulated as it is. I'm but see, you, that's it. all that's gonna be. Y'all, y'all I'm not hiring y'all. Don't you put him in a humidifier? What you put him in a humidifier with a shame? Right, with That's a long a ass cord. Yeah. I'm gonna have a humidifier with a long ass cord, so you gonna be straight, man. See that? Either that, or we gonna hire somebody to work for us, Jay, with hot breath and just blow on it. Could we you can qualify make this work. as a roller for Snoop? Is my question. Yes, I could. Yeah. Up, uh, you know, Jay. I, I can't, but yeah, Jay could. Can't. Well, we also have to give a shout out to Snoop Dogg. He celebrated his 48th birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Snoop 48? My man. Snoop, yeah. 48. Snoop. Snoop is 48. Go ahead, Calvin. Wow. Yep, yep. Wow. Yep, so we got to move broke. on. We got to get caught up on today's headlines, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. This is Antrop with the news. The body of the late Congressman Elijah Cummings to line state later this week, actually on Thursday, in the Capitol's uh, Statuary Hall before his funeral on Friday. Representative Cummings' homegoing services to take place in his home district in Baltimore. A number of lawmakers expected to attend Thursday morning's memorial services for the chairman of the House Oversight and Reform Committee with legislators, the Cummings family, and invited guests there. After that, there will be a public viewing in Washington. Elijah Cummings died last Thursday. Thursday morning, the Maryland lawmaker considered a champion of civil rights, his Baltimore constituents, and of democracy. And on Friday, many legislators are likely to head to Baltimore to say their to pay their last respects and say their last goodbyes, with first an 8 a.m. viewing and then a 10 a.m. homegoing service, again held at the New Psalmist Baptist Church. That was uh, Rep. Representative Cummings's church, New Psalmist Baptist Church. He served in the Congress from 1996 till October of 2019. Maryland Congresswoman Elijah Cummings' widow reportedly seen as the most likely successor to fill her husband's house seat, you know, for the remainder of the term. (coughs) Excuse me. In Texas, the funeral for Atiana Jefferson, the black Fort Worth pre-med student shot dead by a white cop inside her own home, has been postponed thanks to the temporary restraining order granted to her father. In fact, an attorney for the Jefferson family, Lee Merritt, says Atiana's funeral will be rescheduled after a hearing later this morning in Dallas County. Up till now, services were arranged by Mrs. Jefferson's aunt. Uh, In fact, a wait took place Friday at Bishop T.D. Jakes Potter's house, but now the father is in control of everything. President Trump has done another about-face. This time, it's about his much-criticized decision to host the next G7 summit meeting at his golf course in Miami. Trump now says, oh, okay, I won't. Many people said it looked like another incident of the commander-in-chief using his position to enrich himself. The president says he thought he was doing something very good for the country. After being sidelined by a recent heart attack, Vermont Democratic Senator Bernie Sanders resumed his campaign for president on Saturday with a huge rally in New York City, topped off by an endorsement by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So Sanders says he's back. I am happy to report to you that I am more than ready to assume the office of president of the United States. Not only will we win this election, but together we will transform this country 
Thank you all very much. Sanders says there's no doubt that the political revolution will sweep this country and sweep Donald Trump out of office. Sanders underwent uh, emergency surgery early this month. He's to campaign later this week in Iowa. Finally, tops at the weekend box office. There was Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. You have done an admirable job going against your own nature to raise this child. But now she will finally get the love of a real mother. Maleficent is a threat to everyone. We'll do our best to protect you. Levison made only $36 million in the U.S., but 117 overseas. Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In a trending viral video news story, this was a stunning surveillance footage that captured the moment when an ex-San Francisco 49ers assistant coach who is now an Oregon high school teacher coach, his name is Keenan Lowe, he disarmed a student with a shotgun and then hugged him. Now this incident happened back in May but the video is now going viral because according to NBC News, Angel Diaz, he is the student, he pleaded guilty to two charges and a judge sent him to 36 months of probation as well as mental health and substance abuse treatment and counseling. Now, the gunman, Angel Diaz, back in May, he walked into one of the buildings at the school with a shotgun hidden under the jacket that he was carrying in his arms. I just wanted to let him know that I was there for him. That is what Mr. Lowe, Coach Lowe, told the reporters. I told him I was there to save him. I was there for a reason and that his life was worth living. Coach Lowe, Mr. Lowe is a hero and he prevented a tragedy. Well, the video was confusing because I thought, I thought Mm -hmm. because when you first see the gun, it's in the guy's Mm -hmm. head with the tight shirt on and I thought that was the student and I thought that the guy with the coat and the short hair was a was a woman hugging I, I was very confusing you were confused but you got it now that you saw that oh the I boy got it clearly, was, clearly. yeah Angel Diaz yeah. he has been charged with possession of a firearm in a public building and attempting to discharge a firearm at a school so he was charged in reckless and endangerment and think about so, how bad yeah. that could have gone had not that it could have been oh really absolutely bad. I mean it could have been man yeah yeah, he's he's still in custody, the young man. So, but shout out help. to Coach Lowe as a hero, man. He truly is a hero. Wow. All right. So coming up at thirty four after the hour, Steve, you're gonna get a, a kick out of this story. Whoopi Goldberg is beefing with PETA. What's wrong now? What are you talking about? What's the Whoopi went first. <laughs> What's going on? It's not what you think. They it's not what you think. So long. we'll talk about all it all day long. They fight all day. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi versus Peter. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Whoopi Goldberg, she clapped back at Peter after it called out Whoopi for loving bacon. It all huh? started. Mm-hmm. Bacon? It all started when Whoopi Goldberg. Yep. She made comments on The View as her co-host, Sonny Hostin, tried to convince her to eat a piece of a vegan dish. Whoopi didn't want to sample the vegan dish, and so take a listen to Whoopi's response. I like bacon. I know I'm not supposed to. I know it's the, you know, the scum of the earth. I like the bacon. I want the bacon. You don't have to eat it. Okay? <laughs> I like bacon. I mean, what's Get your I bacon, like Whoopi. Get I mean, your bacon, damn. baby. 
I like to enjoy I myself and eat a little damn bacon. I mean, can I have bacon? I mean, come on. <laughs> so anyway, Jay, <laughs> you're nailing it. You're nailing it. After that episode, PETA tweeted, really, Whoopi, eating bacon is your Friday cause. Your choice is, it really hurts. So be kind. So then Whoopi clapped back at PETA and said, hey, PETA, I never said I was a vegan and I never would suggest that anyone pressure any of you to change your vegan habits. Go eat a couch if you want. That's wow. what Whoopi tweeted. So there you go. I mean, go. you know what? Everybody I in PETA doesn't necessarily mean that you're a vegan either. They t- I thought PETA was still for the... Uh, ethical treatment ethical of treatment. animals. Look, 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 look. They all wear shoes. Because she's uh-huh. all of them have on shoes, sneakers, leather shoes, leather shoes. shoes, not shoes is at leather. All. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. all wear shoes. They all Some drive cars. Mm-hmm. You know, they all hey, right. you know, they do something, man. So, I just think you know, I, I think what we're gonna have to do is allow people to live their life how they gonna live it. Yes. If a person wants to be a vegan, like I've been going like really plant based for the past couple of weeks now. I've had uh-huh. all plant based. I haven't had any fish or beef, meat, anything, and you know I mm-hmm. feel better. So I've tried it before. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna stay with it. I'm probably gonna add fish mm-hmm. after a while. But you know, I just you feel healthier. You just do. Can, can I say something? Meat people, the people who eat meat, don't bother the people who don't eat meat. The they really right. don't. They really right. don't. They don't. They I just never said right. nothing. Right. Right. <laughs> can, can, right. Can we right. whoop right. Peter ass? Are we allowed <laughs> to whoop Peter ass? Well, if they if they throw throw some red Tommy. paint on the wrong person, they're gonna get their ass. I said it, Carla. Can we whoop right. Peter ass? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly I mean, what happened if you go yeah. up in the wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, people just mind their own business. They don't bother Seriously. nobody. They don't. They if don't. a person wants to be a vegan, they should be a vegan. You can't force your thoughts and opinions on anybody else. Meat eaters don't bother nobody. They eating meat. They got the new Whopper <laughs> out now. Yeah. That's meat. I saw that. They do. Running commercials yeah, on true. that. Yeah, they got the new yeah, plant-based Whopper now. And, and the Whopper good. eaters say they can't tell the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they love that burger. They say yeah. that burger's good. Yeah, man. Yeah. You I've had the Impossible yeah, Burger don't bother nobody. They and don't. the Beyond Burger, and and yeah. they're absolutely mm-hmm. delicious. They're good. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. absolutely okay. delicious. And a lot of people okay. would be better served, to Not be eating. honest with you, Not eating meat. to go plant-based at least half and half. Mm-hmm. Or try one plant-based meal a day, start there, then maybe try two. You, you would be a little bit surprised at how you would feel, because it does make a difference, man. Hands down, okay. it makes a difference. So there you go. Okay. Well, Peter right. can't come knock Maybe. my bacon out. That's me. right. Tell yeah. him, Steve. Let me eat my damn bacon and shut the hell up. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, man, if a person want to eat meat, as much meat as I done ate, it'd be hypocritical yeah. for me to tell yeah. you. We still eating never... meat, though, dog. Huh? Yeah, that's for real. We still eating meat. What we talking about? We... We no, meat eaters. That's what I'm saying. I can't even. I can't even begin to. Yeah. Especially barbecue, Steve. You know how you all about barbecue. What? No, what? you don't know how I feel about barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you, you, if you, you can't anywhere really on Steve Harvey, pick up a barbecue pit. You better be right close by. <laughs> I would. Yes. I stay right there. Yeah. 
All right, so let us know if you're on Team Vegan or if you're a Team Meat Lover. <laughs> meat, baby, meat. <laughs> uh-huh, FM on Instagram and Facebook. You can post your comments on this story. Coming up next, the nephew is standing by with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after the hour, today's Strawberry Letter. Now, the subject is, I don't think his heart can take it. And uh, Steve will read the letter, and I will do my response in for my girl, Shirley Strawberry. But right now, it's time for the prank phone call. What you got, nephew? What you got? You gave the wrong direction to my sister's grave. You gave the wrong direction to my sister's grave. Here it is. Ready. Come on, cat. Hello. Thank you for calling Cemetery. How may I help you? My name is Frederick Stammer. They're down at Tamara Mc... Let me see she's in the office. One moment, please. Thank you. It just don't, it don't make sense. For us all to go out there like we did, and then they're running into these type of problems. That Hello? Don't Hello? Hello? Listen, my name is Frederick Stemmons. Okay. Now, my sister's sister is buried out there. Okay. And we come out there last week on Monday to come out there and pray over the the, uh, the space where she is. Now, you is the one that told us that it was a few spaces away from the mausoleum. Now, we got out there and prayed over my sister Frances' burial and found out that we was in the wrong space. And they say you was the one that told it to us. Sir, I don't even know what you're talking about. But you was the one that told us that my sister... Fr- I don't give out spaces. I'm in the administrative office. I don't know where you work. All I know is you was the one that told us this. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You was the one that my grandbaby said that she talked to the woman named Tabra. And you had us out there standing over some white man's body. And it wasn't Sir, right. I'm not a counselor, so I can't tell you where a space is. So... Your granddaughter lied to you. Ain't nobody lied to me. Not you had us out there in the wrong space. I couldn't Pre- have had you in the wrong space because I don't even know the cemetery. You know what? I'm going to send my grandbaby up there to talk to you. Okay. I'll be here till 5. You're very mischievous. You know that? I'll be here till 5 o'clock. You, you have a good day. No, you don't you hang up this phone on me. You have a good day. No, I'm not going to have a good day. You had me praying over my sister Francis' body and it was the wrong one. And we sitting there praying over this white man's body. It wasn't right. Hello? I'm listening to you. You don't have an apology or nothing? Because I know I didn't tell your granddaughter where a space was. Then what did you tell her? I don't even know who your granddaughter is. What do you mean? The Simmons family. We were not there. I don't know who the Simmons family is. It's not Simmons. It's Simmons. Simmons. I don't know a Simmons family. That's what I'm telling you. I'm not a counselor. I don't even deal with families. Here's what I need you to do. Can you go out there and pray over my sister's body? I don't know where your sister is buried. Sir. It's supposed to have been six spaces away from the mausoleum. I don't... Are there any spaces? Yeah. Where is it Where is it at? Section 2. Section 2? We was in Section 2, but it was some white man. We was... That, that, it, it wasn't my sister Francis. Okay, I don't even know who your sister Francis is. I do not even know where Section 2 is. Whoever came into the cemetery and said that they spoke to me, they probably did speak to me 
and I probably got the information from a counselor, but I never showed them exactly where the spot was. So if they were out there praying over your sister and they were in the wrong spot, that's not my problem. They're praying over some white man. That's not my problem, sir. If you gave the wrong, the wrong spot. If you gave the wrong information, it is just my limit. I, I don't give the wrong information. Tamara, I told them, yes, she's in Section 2, but me, I did not physically go out there and point to the spot to tell them to pray over that spot. Let me explain what I'm trying to, to, to stop from happening. If my people come up there, it's going to be some more bodies getting buried, and I don't want nobody to get okay, hurt. Okay, I mean, your family can come up here. It's not going to be no more bodies being buried. What they can do is come up here right and we can conversate about this. But it's not going to be an uproar up here. I want you to go out there and you pray over Francis's body. I'm not going out to pray over nobody's body. You it's, ain't not, got, it's not you my ain't. family member. I didn't tell them the wrong information. Do they you love the Lord? Do you love the Lord? I dearly do. Then you ought to have some sympathy. I want you to bow your head right now. No, I'm going to um, end this conversation Gracious because God, I have I'll other work to do. Now, if they want the to come in friend. and talk to me, I will be here until 5 o'clock. Can I say one more thing before you go? You can say one more thing, and I'm ending the call. Okay. This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, you just got pranked, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Your sister Tamika set you up, baby. And you just got it, baby, from nephew Tommy. <laughs> Boy, you were standing your ground. You like, uh oh, no. Just cause you went and prayed over the wrong body, that don't mean nothing. I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> How y'all feeling? About that right there. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, My man. Play too much. That's you. Huh? huh? That's you, man. Come on now. Get get get, mm. get 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 a prank or something. Get a prank or something. <laughs> right, hey, I want to thank everybody in Chicago, Illinois. Came out to the Airy Crown, showed us mad love. Uh, two shows sold out. We enjoyed it at the Airy Crown. Oh my God, that's from Lavelle Crawford. <clears throat> that's from uh, closed, Corey Holcomb. Huh? Who closed the show? It switched. The first night it was uh, it was Lavelle. The second night. It was um, Corey Holcomb. You know, Corey Holcomb is from the Robert Taylor Projects, born Woo! and raised, born and raised in Chi-Town. So in they Chicago. switched it up a little bit. But let me tell you something. We had those YouTube sensations on the show, and they did an awesome job. Country Wayne and DC Young Fly, them boys right there, man. Let me tell you something. They brought it. They uh, they brought it. I sat there and watched them. Yeah. I wanted to watch their set. I wanted to see what they did on the stage because, you know, there's this whole thing uh, with comedians of, of the, the, you know, Some the newcomers. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, the newcomers. Saying they didn't pay that, the dues. That, yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't pay well, their dues. Who you paid them to, though? Let me say this, man. Who get the dues? They came out and did the doggone thing. So I, I, I got to tell you, they did it. They did their job. Country Wayne, D.C. Youngfly from 85 South came out and did the doggone mm-hmm. thing. I'm giving it to him. And I and I wouldn't be just saying that just to be saying it. I watched them. They delivered. Straight up delivered. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Well, okay. That's good. They catch and that's from the nephew. I ain't, catch, I ain't got those, no reason to lie to you. Those they boys came out. Black out there, man. They really do. I know. I know, Jake. I know. Who are like, well, they ain't pay their dues. And like Junior said, who the hell am I supposed to pay my dues to? You? 
Who are you to but do you know that? what, Jay? You know what, yeah. Jay? I look at it like this. I I look at it from the perspective of I pledged Kappa Alpha Psi in mm-hmm. fall '86. Mm-hmm. In yeah. fall '86. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. There are so, there are so many people <laughs> that, that the there are so many people that pledged in uh, 2000, 2000 plus that that now you they didn't pledge as hard as I pledged. They didn't uh, do the hey man '86. I'm I'm '86, huh? I'm fall '86, baby. Uh, I'm old school. Whether you believe so what it or were you not, saying, when you Tommy, saying, when you play, all I'm saying is I, is that it it, it well, relates to both. Don't even in, talk to me. Hey, uh, he said he, he old plays in '86. He plays in winter of '70. Yeah, you go find it, find it, yeah. <laughs> find it. When you're Man. located, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> he played. Yeah. Was it 76? Yeah. Was it 76? Uh, what yeah. was it? Yeah. Yeah. When it was quarters. <laughs> Wasn't it you spring, spring, winter, fall? Yeah, we was quarters. Okay. Okay. <sighs> let me say this. This weekend, I'm in Columbia, South Carolina, and they want me to make sure I let you know. Sunday, baby, there is a 3 o'clock matinee show on Sunday. We just added it. It is open, wide open. Three o'clock, matinee, Columbia, South Carolina, at the Comedy House. Get your tickets. They on sale right now. All right. Thank you, nephew. Up next, today's Strawberry Letter. I don't think his heart can take it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on a relationship, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, Submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. My girl Shirley Strawberry is out today. So Steve now, Harvey is will read why, the why letter. Ain't nobody said nothing. Where is she? Why we ain't nobody know, addressed man. it? She, I don't know. But, but now, she, you, uh, you know, Carla just running over there. Uh, my y'all girl Shirley. Where is she? Oh, oh, mm, She's just okay. out today. Can she take it All down? right. Uh, Buckle up. No, you oh, ain't asking. Oh, he, he can't be saying this. No, you're not asking. He put that ass off. He put that ass. Where's Waldo? Little Mr. Ready for Love, but ain't ready for work. Go ahead. What is it? Ready for work. Ready for love, but ain't ready for work. Tommy, but that's a pop ting right there. Hey, 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 you don't pop. That's a dick. pop. Jay, Jay. Don't you ever pop ting against me. Strawberry letter. Strawberry letter. Here it is. Come on, big dog. (laughs) I don't think his heart can take it. Dear Stephen Shirley, I met a man at church recently when he was visiting from out of town. He lives three hours away from me, so in the beginning, we enjoyed video chatting and talking on the phone for hours. After only two months, we really like each other and want to spend all of our time together. He is ready to take our relationship to the next level, and he's planning to move to the city I live in. We are an older couple, so we don't want to waste time by talking on the phone all the time. He's a kind-hearted man. He has a great personality. He loves to make me laugh. He says he loves everything about me, too. I'm excited about him moving to be with me, but I need your advice on how to handle him. Here's my issue. He has several health conditions, and he's been open and honest about all of his illnesses and all of the medications he takes. 
He said, I should know exactly what's going on with him, and he wants me to attend all of his doctor's appointments with him in the future. Now, if he's my man, that's not a problem because I believe in being by his side through thick and thin. But the thing that has me terrified is that he's been to the emergency room three times since I've known him, and the last time was the other night when he was at my house. We were about to have sexy time, and the next thing I knew, there was an ambulance outside my house because he was complaining of chest pains. I don't think his heart is ready for this relationship. I'm starting to have second thoughts about him because I don't think he can handle me. I sure as heck don't want to kill this man. What should I do? Please help. Mm. Wow. <laughs> All well, right, now. You... Take your time with this uh-huh. one, now. Take your time. All right. Well, you certainly have a dilemma on your hands. You're in a very tough situation. It's not fair to you or to him. He can't help what's going on with his health. And it's not fair that you have to deal with all the stress of his health. So it looks like y'all pray together because y'all met at church and he's been open and honest with you about his health problems. And he also says he wants you to go with him on all of his doctor visits. So maybe you can ask the doctor, is there something you can do to help him live a healthier lifestyle? You know, like cooking, is it his diet? Diet, nutrition, maybe you can help him take his medication on a regular schedule, exercising with him. So I don't know, maybe after you go to the doctor with him, you can really make your own decision. And if you really, really, you need to be honest with yourself. Are you really willing to deal with all of this pressure? And I say you got to hold off on sexy time right now, because what did he see? That the, the paramedics had to show up. I mean, I, Steve, it, it, it's a lot. I think she needs to take her time and, and, and get to the bottom of it and go to, to the doctor and see what's happening. So Steve? Subject. What you huffing? I don't I'm think huffing. his heart can take it. Yeah. Mom, and after reading proud. this Make letter, me, proud, baby. me either. Mm. Let's just get on with this letter. He's sick as hell. That's what we really need to just get into this. He's sick as hell. Now, we didn't need to know how sick is he. And I'm going to tell you something. With all the sick people on this show right here, oh, Steve. we <laughs> all can relate. <laughs> we can all relate to what you're going through because we go through it on this show right here. But his sickness is at a whole nother level. Yeah, he gonna move into the next city. You're damn right, because he needs somebody to watch his ass. Your doggone right, he, that three hours away, I'm surprised he's able to drive here that far. Now, he's kind-hearted, he love to make you laugh. Notice he said, you say, he love to make me laugh. You don't hear him laughing real hard, do you? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> could lead to a problem. See, you need to read your letter real careful. Uh, mm. now, but I need your advice on how to handle him. He got several health conditions. When you say several, you're talking three, four, five. Mm-hmm. He's been open honest about all his illnesses, which mm-hmm. means it's several, bunch of them. All the medications he's taken. He said, I should know exactly what's going on here. He wants to, 
attend all his doctor's appointments. You gotta to to quit your job. <laughs> you know what? See, you, you you need you you need to work. This is this is not just a relationship. This is a financial commitment that you got to make. Cause he wants you to attend all of his jobs, all his doctor's Doctor appointments. Business. You mm-hmm. got to quit your job. Really? When I come back, we are gonna get down to some suggestions I have for you on how to get in a relationship with a sick person. Oh, my goodness. All right, part two of Steve's response at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Come on. This woman won't tell us how old they are, but she met this man at church. He lived three hours away. They've been talking on the phone, Skyping and everything. They really like each Mm -hmm. other, so now they don't want to Skype. He wants to move closer so they don't spend all this time uh, on the phone. Uh, but as she, he wanted to share with her what's going on with him. Uh, he's got several health issues. Uh, he's sick. Uh, he's been open and honest about all of his illnesses. All of his illnesses. That means he got several things going on. Could be high blood, diabetes. Uh, he ain't said nothing about crisis. Junior would have known right away if this was sickle cell. Probably not that. So we don't okay. really know the level of it. Uh, but he said he wants you to attend all of his doctor's appointments is where we left off at. Now, lady, I don't know how old you are, and I don't know if y'all are still working, but if he say all the doctor's appointments, then I think you're going to have to quit your job. So this is a financial commitment <laughs> you're making. Then you said if he's not my problem, if he's your man, that's not a problem because I believe in him being by his side through thick and thin. Well, based on this mm-hmm. letter, it's mostly thin. It's mostly yeah. thin. He's already pretty woe out. So you need to yeah. consider that. But the thing that's got me terrified is that he's been to the emergency room three times since I've known him. Now, I'm looking back wow. through the letter. Y'all only been knowing each other two months. He been to yeah. the emergency room three times. Three That's times in two months to the emergency room. What the hell? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of trips. Mm-hmm. You know, if you at the emergency room and they know you, you know, if you pull up at the emergency room and they just wave you on in. Jay, don't let We just got your paperwork. No, no, you good. That's Hank, let him through. Come on, Mr. Hank, how you? Still got your bracelet on from last week? You didn't cut it off? Good, just check him in. Now, he's been there three times, and now y'all's about to have sex at your house, and the next thing you knew, there was an ambulance outside my house. That means he called his damn self. So now, y'all about to have sex. This is trip number four to the emergency room in two months. I'm starting to have second thoughts because I don't think he can handle me. I sure as heck don't want to kill this man. What should I do? Well, let's talk about the investments you're going to have to make. First of all, you're going to need to have Mm -hmm. oxygen tanks around the house. Now, I don't know how much these tanks cost. I think the initial investment is pretty high. You're going to have to have the tanks and the refills. You're going to have to have the tanks and all, the refills. You're going to need one in, in every room. No. 
Then you're going to have to get on, put on the wall them defibrillators. You're going to have to get at uh-huh. least three of them. How much is that? Clear. Them high as hell. <laughs> them is high because I've only seen them at gyms. And them is really, really good gyms. What? Clear. You're going to need that. Then oh. everybody going to have to have that medic alert pendant around your neck. Everybody, you going to need one. Who you know, the kids going to need one. And all the visitors, you going to have to have them taped. You got to put them on magnetics and have them on the refrigerator over there by the stove. So wherever he starts sliding to the floor, he can reach his finger up and hit that button. Help, oh, I've fallen and can't get up. You got to get them right there. You're going to have to put that bathtub in that kitchen that you just, the one in the bathtub, that new bathtub they got, where you can step in it and yeah. run the water and take a bath. You're going to have to put that, you're going to have to put, you have to redo your bathroom. Now you're going to need some ramps. How much is that going to cost? I'm just telling we just got to look at the medical, because you got to get some ramps going up to your steps, because after a while, he's going to have to get pushed. Now your bathroom, you're going to have to raise that toilet up and put them bars over there. This is too much. This yeah, you need expensive. that. You now, I'll tell you something right there. You're going to have to have a blood pressure machine at the house. <laughs> what? A blood what? pressure machine. Yeah, you're going to have to get them cuffs everywhere. You're going to have to get some wheelchairs bought in. Uh, you're going to have to clean that damn refrigerator out. All this pork and all Why? this here, that ain't finna happen no more. You're going to have to learn how to make jello because you're going to have to eat a lot of it. So you need to have all the flavors. It's just so much you going to have to do. It's like I said, a lot of pressure. You know, this is a lot of pressure. But you got to put that taller toilet in the house. That's critical. <laughs> that, that, that one where you barely got to sit yeah, down. I was over part of this house and sat on that toilet, man. I was damn just standing up. I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> And you gonna have to clean out your refrigerator and put a lot of Gerber's baby food in the house. <laughs> Can't stand you. Are you done? The toilet, toilet. Yeah. It's All ahead. right. Post your comments on today's <laughs> Strawberry Letter <laughs> at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. More of the Strawberry Letter Part Three at Forty Six After. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so before we get to talk about this uh, trending political news, Steve, the oh, strawberry, the strawberry letter, letter mm-hmm. they, she was yes. dating this old man. She really liked him, but he done informed uh-huh. her of all the illnesses that he had. She uh-huh. said they was about to have a little sexy time, and next thing she knew, it was ambulances outside his house because he had called the ambulance because he was having chest pain. She said, I like uh-huh. him. Lord, I don't want to kill this man. So now I'm just, should I continue with this relationship? If you right. move his sick ass in, there are some adjustments you're going to have to make. Now let's just go over a couple of them. Oxygen tanks, defibrillators all around the house. You're going to have to put the ramps leading up to the house. You're going to have to put that tall toilet in the bathroom where you stand, like, you stand up like you're a running back. Like you about to take a hand off. Come gotta on, get that on, tall boy. toilet. You set. You gotta have your hands on your knees. My partner got one of them in his house. I, the hardest time I've ever been in the bathroom. You gonna have to get some blood pressure machines put around the house. 
Everybody gonna have to wear them medic alert pants. Now listen to me. All the food in the house gotta be took out and replaced with Gerber baby food. You won't be eating no all that old ham sandwiches. You won't be biting and tanning into nothing else. So wait, now Steve, you need to get. I got this collar. You got to get them pill packages. And then what, all this what, is what high. That's get, why I'm telling her you got to add this money. What you got to get up to? What? Yeah, you got to get all the pill, the pill packages. packages. You got to get all of that. You need pill packages. Then you got to have. Uh, you got to look at everything else you got to do. Then you're gonna have to take all his drawers out. Replace what? all what? them with the pens. All get all that apple juice out the house. Uh-huh. Ain't no apple juice, none of that. Get rid of all of that, cause you're gonna replace all that orange juice, apple juice, pineapple juice with prune juice. You're gonna have to yeah. get heating pads all around the damn house. You got to widen all them doors in your house, cause you got to be bringing in medical equipment. You know, sometimes the ambulance need to drive up into the house to get his ass. You gotta, so you, you have to widen the door. Yeah, you got to do all. You got to have fire extinguishers around the house. You got to have so much medical equipment. You got so much medical equipment plugged up. You need fire extinguishers. So it's very expensive move. I wouldn't move his old uh, sick where, ass. Where in they gonna put you. the X-ray machine up? They not. Yeah, yeah. You got to put that in there too. You got to put that over there by the TV. Much is this going to cost? And your bar, turn your bar into a medical display case. (laughs) (laughs) Take all that liquor down. (laughs) It's nothing but pee. Thank you, Steve. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll tell you about a botched catch and release attempt on El Chapo's son. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mexican police captured Ovidio Guzman Lopez. Now, he is the leader of a powerful drug cartel and son. Listen, and son of El Chapo Guzman. So he was later released because Ovidio, they got they got into this intense gun battle. Now, security forces were conducting a routine patrol in the city of Kululiacan. That's what it's called, Kululiacan, mm. when they were fired upon from a house. Now, forces returned fire and took custody of four people inside, including Guzman. Once word got out that El Chapo's son was captured, the drug king supporters showed up with guns blazing and turned the entire neighborhood into a war zone. After being overpowered by fighters with the cartel, the authorities decided to release him. So they released Guzman. Hell yeah, so they could live. Yeah, officials wow. said See, they don't they do made this the on decision. power, do they, Carl? They don't do this on power. No, they? no, this is real no. life right here. <laughs> officials say they made the decision to let him go in order to save lives. But They're critics right. say, Steve, the decision signaled a major victory for the cartel. Now, we all know El Chapo. We got my son. Yeah, because, see, listen to me. The, <laughs> yeah. That drug cartel business is serious over there. They came from everywhere. They, they got the... They got sometimes better weapons than the police. It's more of Mm -hmm. them. And now, why would you risk your life to take this man into custody when all these people are clearly committed to killing you? You want to go home to your family. I'd let the dude go, too. 
gotta bend if I'm outgunned, outnumbered, hey man, let me let this dude yeah. go so we can live. Will y'all stop if we let him go? Yeah, because who, who wants to die? Double. I don't yeah. give a damn. Yeah. Who do who, do you want to die for? No. So you can say you took in El Chapo's son? Mm. Right. No, yeah. I don't care right. who it is. No. People people act like well they the police they should have they were outnumbered and outgunned. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. would you die just so you could say you arrested Chapo's son? That's See crazy. That guy yeah. up there, I never liked him. <laughs> well, El Chapo is serving a life sentence in the U.S. You for drug me, trafficking. Man, I so. know, man, Scarface. <laughs> That's crazy. You see right, that Steve? guy this out there? Like a... <laughs> I never like him. I never like him. <laughs> you want a job, Manny? Yeah. Man, man, oh my God! <laughs> when he gave Manny a job, that was it. Scarface, the movie Scarface. Okay, hurry, oh, Lordy. <laughs> uh, this really. I would, this whoever said you like was one? From huh? a movie. Huh, man? Whoever said no, you I was mean, one? I mean, you know, that's that's really, and, and in real life, I don't blame yeah. them, uh, police officers. I let him go too. Hell yeah. Because yeah. it's not worth it. Why should I die? All these people out here come to protect him. And all we got to do yeah. is let him go and we get to go home and live. Man, please. Damn right, big dog. You damn man, right. Yeah, please. that's what you did. Yeah. You yeah. damn yeah. right, dog. Here, hey. here he goes. Hold here, on. Y'all. Hold on. He come. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he, he not handcuffed for nothing. Yeah. Here he is. <laughs> Hold on. He getting his shoes. He come. Yeah. yeah. He'd be out there with Jewelry. He walk out with kilos <laughs> under his arm. He yeah. got all the keys he had when he found him. Okay? It's no problem. I'll be out there. It's I'll like... be pulling the wagon for him. The yeah. little red wagon yeah. with all the kilos in it. I got it. Where y'all want me to put this? We got the kilos too, Steve. Steve got the kilos. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. They said the Mexican yeah. authorities, the police, they they <laughs> breathe a sigh of relief when they came right. him back because they said, hey, yeah. this, like you said, Steve, this is too much. It's no, too much. You know, it ain't but, worth it. You know. <laughs> no, it's not. It's really not worth it. Yeah, and, and it's the reason why all them people showed up. Yep. For real. All right, well, coming up, we got more music, more of today's trending stories at 20 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The World Series is set. Uh, no, no, you, you, I don't like how you're saying it. I don't like how she's saying it. The World Series is set, baby. It's H-Town, Houston, the Astros, and the Nationals of Washington, D.C. It's going down. What? You don't say it right, Carla. Now try that again. Say it like I just said it. She you why should you? You, you said, said it. it. You did a good job. <laughs> you said it. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That little dude, uh, what's his Altuve. name? Altuve. Altuve. Jose oh, Altuve. Oh, my yeah. God. No, he 5'5". Five, oh. Five. oh, that's why. Oh, yes. Yeah. You feel <laughs> me? Now. Wait a minute. He said, that's Tommy's favorite player because of what? <laughs> you damn yeah. right. He the captain and everything. Right. That, that's why Tommy love him. <laughs> man, he the hero. He Oh, oh, he you got to to him, man. That boy a beast, man. Hell he steps yeah. up to that plate, man, and he, mm-hmm. he like no he tall. Fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you you know what? You can play with it as long as you want to. But on the real, that dude there, he's a beast, man. He's no, a beast. He, he, he cold with it. He cold yeah, with serious, it. Man. What he did he in that circumstance was outside. I haven't oh. even been following it because, you know, I, it, it's just been a rough sports year for me. So, you know, I, I, know, I, I ain't man. really. I know, I yeah. know, I know. Well, the Strohs, they ugly. beat the New York you know, we Yankees got to six, cheer for. six to four. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they did. Astros, Jose baby, Altuve. here we go. World Series is set tomorrow night in Houston at Minute Maid Park. All right, we'll be Minute back with Maid, more of the Steve baby, Harvey get some Morning juice. Show. Get some juice. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Entertainers have all sorts of people in their entourages, managers, security guards, hair, makeup artists, are just the beginning. So if you're Snoop Dogg, you need a professional blunt roller. Okay. Snoop recently revealed that is necessary. Yes. Yes. He recently revealed. Yeah, he don't have time to roll them. Yeah. I've seen him in action. He recently revealed that he has a full time blunt roller on his payroll. So Snoop says the guy has like a sixth sense for popping up when he needs them. Snoop says that his timing is impeccable and that the full-time blunt roller reportedly earns between 40 and 50 grand a year. Man. The roll? The roll? Yes. roll? So no, Carla. Snoop wait, wait, wait. The roll? Hell yeah. That's what it says. Wow. 40 to 50 grand a year to roll, plus the perks of, you know. Roll it with Snoop. He can actually yeah. one no. hand roll. Now, everybody can't one one hand roll. You know that it takes skill to one hand roll. You do know that. Though. All I know is his lips is dry. Who? <laughs> the blunt roller. <laughs> you roll that much weed. Uh, you gonna be dehydrated. Yeah. God. I'm gonna I'm I'm hire me a cigar carrier. You, you can do that. You pay him that much? Yeah, that's. You that can do mean, that you know, though. If you if you got somebody working for you, they can't work nowhere else. Forty fifty ain't a lot of that. money for for a job. Just to carry your cigars. See, see, listen to me. Y'all not looking at it from that. No, standpoint. I got some off days. I'm trying to figure something out. Go ahead on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jay. Right. What day you need them held? What day you need them held? That's what I need. Yeah, see, you, you have to pay a person for their time. Okay. If they work for you, they can't work nowhere else. Forty thousand dollars a year. That's not you know, that's that's a living. But you got to pay at least that to get a person to travel with you and give up their right. life. I like right, that. Right, right. Uh-huh. And I think that me and Jay, we could probably do that job since yeah, we already I got, here. I got three days. Junior, you do the other two, and we good, man. I, I mean, can do that, too. Y'all, yeah, we can split that. And then we own really, all your TV shows. And, and, and you need to hire in-house. You don't need to look outside for somebody. Jay, you don't even know nothing about cigars, though. I'm man. just carrying them. It, don't, it don't matter. He point to the one he won't, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. That's all he got oh, to do. When but, I open yeah, that case, he say he want that one right there. See, y'all going to have my dude's <laughs> cigars dry. Y'all going to mess yeah, up yeah. everything. <laughs> no, he said carry, Tommy. He say careful. But see, but you got to right take there, care Junior, of them. They got to yeah, be ready. You got to be an expert Junior, at it. You, you can't have me no dry ass cigar. I wouldn't never do that, Unc. You keep all your stuff insulated as it is. I'm but see, okay. that's all that's going to be. Y- y'all, I'm not hiring y'all. Coming up next, we will have Steve's closing remarks at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, guys, it is Monday, last break of the day. Our girl Shirley Strawberry had the Monday off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man, what, Junior? I just want to thank Uncle Man for Q Nation. Just 
Can I just just thank For the bros? All comment just, again. just let you me thank no the bros. Bro. You ain't no cute. No, you can't be like thank man, the bros. You ain't no. I bros. just want to. But you Can ain't no bros. Hey Junior. Hey. You ain't got to wear. You ain't him. either, Tommy. He, you ain't. You ain't either. Hello. <laughs> Okay. You can't tell me how to thank them for what they did for me, huh? For what they did for me, I just want to say thank you to the entire Q Nation. Thank y'all. So you was a Q this weekend? Is that what you trying to? You was a Q this weekend? No, I'm not saying I was a Q this weekend. I'm saying the hospitality and the way they showed it and the love they gave me because of Uncle Steve. I want to thank them for that. That's what I'm thanking you. And this was at homecoming. I think you need to play. See, Junior, the problem that Tommy is having is because he doesn't understand. The principles uh, of our fraternity. He keep thinking it's got something our, to do. Like when you his. say our, are you including Junior? Junior no, I'm talking no about ours, cute. as in mine. And okay, so go ahead. what Tommy is confusing it with is brotherhood and friendship. Uh, uh-huh. KA Psi is based on brotherhood. Uh-huh. So is A Phi A, and so is uh, Phi Beta Sigma. Uh, uh-huh. Omega Sci-Fi is the only fraternity that's built on friendship. It's a selective process. You ain't even got no friends, though. Anybody can be. You born with <laughs> brothers, but it's a selective process to have friends. That's what he doesn't understand. But that's neither here okay. nor there. Let me get into my closing yeah. remarks. <laughs> Please. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting on. So Come is, on, is Junior cute or is he not no, a cute? No, 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 Junior's not cute, but because of his association with me, a group of friends of mine treated so he a, him. He a cute friend. He a cute he, friend? Is that what you're He's a friend of Q. <laughs> Q Nation enveloped him as a friend. Okay. Can I thank the four uh, yeah. Sigmas that hung out with me this weekend? Thank y'all, brother. <laughs> How many, Jay? That's where the Bible verse came from. God <laughs> threw that in there for the sickness, where there are two or more gathered in my Hey, y'all, listen to me. Uh, real quickly, uh, in your quest to fulfill your dreams, in your efforts to become successful, happy, I want you to just understand something, that along the way, expect the unexpected, because that's what's going to happen. The unexpected is coming. And it's a weird thing about the unexpected, because guess what? The unexpected is usually called two things circumstance, and tomorrow. Both of those things can come in so many unexpected ways. Circumstance can be unexpected, and tomorrow is unexpected. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So on your quest to become successful, expect the unexpected. Prepare yourself to be uncomfortable. You may not have to like it, but you do have to prepare yourself to become uncomfortable. Because getting successful is going to cause you to be uncomfortable. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable in order to become successful. You should also know along your way to happiness and success that it's going to be some inconvenient moments. 
And so in that, it's a real simple thing. Convenience is built through inconvenience. So if you want to have the convenient life that you're after, you have to be willing to inconvenience yourself. So between inconvenience, between uncomfortable, and between the unexpected, a lot of things are going to occur. But check this out, man. Ain't something occurring even if you're not successful? You know, people talk about how hard it is to be successful, but I've been unsuccessful. Man, that's hard too. That's really hard. And I've found that since life is going to be hard trying to become successful, and since I've discovered that being unsuccessful was hard, I just decided that I would choose the harder of the two. If life is going to be hard for me, I might as well try to get something out of it. And so I have chosen to take the difficult route of becoming successful. Because being not successful, I found it to be just as hard. And I got to tell you something. I found it to be a lot harder, too. Because for me, it was demeaning at times. You know, I didn't like the fact that people looked at me a certain way or I didn't have nothing or I couldn't change nothing. And, you know, listen, if you're in that position right now in your life, it's very temporary. You know, you have the right to change that. You can make a conscious decision to get on the road to success immediately. All you got to do is start the process. But when you start the process, remember again, expect the unexpected, prepare to be uncomfortable, and a life of convenience is created through inconvenience. If you can accept those three things and add some faith to it, form a relationship with God, somebody that gives you peace of mind while you're going through the unexpected, the inconvenient, and the uncomfortable times, you can be successful too. Success is yours. Just prepare yourself for those three things, and the best preparation is gratitude and a relationship with God. If you got those two things working for you, you can make it. In the words of Sly and the Family Stone, you can make it if you try. Those are my closing remarks today. Yay, yay. Drop Man. It, sir. Y'all have a great weekend. Bye. <laughs> Bye. It's Monday, though. Yeah, it's coming, though, praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. Very profound, Steve. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 